award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I uh, just want to th throw a shout out to all our radio partners out there for uh, uh, putting us out there on the radio and we appreciate everybody who's following us on social media it's a it's a great uh, thing to be out there and we appreciate everybody that that likes us that clicks the bell that shares us and uh it's just fun we got a fun show for you today we are at the cwd lab in jackson tennessee and uh we'll have miss amy spencer helping me co-host today appreciate her being here and, and having us and then uh, mr anthony landreth uh with us to talk deer hunting that's uh it's coming up this weekend it's opening day and uh, opening weekend and we're excited uh, to get back uh, into the deer woods so appreciate you guys being here hey anytime i, I enjoy it. it's right up my alley <laughs> yeah anthony's a talker yeah. that's I, well, <laughs> if it's about hunter fishing i could talk about yeah, it yeah well i think that's where we'll start uh if if anybody follows uh outdoors in tennessee on facebook they've probably seen your face uh hosting a show called tennessee outside that's correct tell us about that well that started out from um I started doing a show, uh, Southern Woods and Waters in Nashville. Okay. And the host of that was Hugh McNaughton. And I was at the first time I was on the show, Brandon Dowdy is a host too. Hugh called me the next morning and he asked me about uh, would would I host a radio show with him on ESPN Network called Southern Woods and Waters Radio. So I did. And Hugh had a heart attack, passed away, and I, I did that for about a year. And then uh, Bubba Spencer and Jared Sweat, after Hugh passed away, mm -hmm. they come help me do the radio show. And then we just had so many people to ask us, that, man, Anthony, you ever going to start back a show? Because, you know, we get a lot of information out to everybody. Yeah. And, and I don't know, for some reason, it's like they, they might be afraid to call the TWRA office, but they're sure not afraid about sending me a message, you know. <laughs> and, and so, I, and I don't mind helping them. Yeah. But, but so Jr. Sweat and Bubba and my cousin Janet Murphy, we decided we would start a show in Tennessee outside and TWRA. They helped with our set. And as a matter of fact, Bobby Wilson, the director, was the first guest on our show, on our new set. On your new set, yeah. Yeah, y'all yeah, started out in a small office, if I remember right. We did. We, yeah. At we, Baker Glass Shop. Yeah. It was because that was the only place. That we had to have somewhere that had good internet service. Okay, yeah. And, and That can be sketchy in Harlem County. Yes. It, yeah, on the east end of Harlem County, it's not happening. And the south end. You could talk on somebody on the moon better than you can the east side of Harlem County. Yeah. But, so, but that's where we started. And then the mayor come to us, and he said, uh, he said man, he said, I got a good place for y'all at the new Hardman County Agribusiness Center. So we went out there and we talked about a set and uh, thanks to Bill Dance Jr. and Aunt Commissioner Box. Yeah. Uh, and she was our guest too at the other place at the glass okay. shop. Yeah. And uh, so that that's how all that came about. And we do our show every Tuesday night, seven o'clock. And we have a potential audience of about 1.6 million people right now. Wow. That's and great. then you've also got, a law enforcement officer on there so a lot of the questions you're getting an answer that's right if you have that and, and it's not just somebody making up a rule or regulation you actually have someone that knows the law that, that's right yeah and even though and, and what's kind of weird about that though amy is i know bubba's probably told you we've had people that want to argue us telling yes. me and bubba's both wrong so then what we do is <laughs> after you know they won't say nothing at that time they always they send it to us during the next week or that night basically after the show so what we do we, we always have a hunting regulation or fishing regulation book with us yep so we go to that page and we tell them exactly where it is on that page what sentence <laughs> i do it that is. all the time on our social media yes, pages on the to. twra I, I constantly say you can find that information on page 
29 yes. of the Hunt Guide or wherever. Yep. And then if you want, you know, then we can talk about it after that. that. But please go read it. That, and that's then right. Then we can discuss it. Exactly. And I mean, and the, the, I guess the two biggest things is the, the arguments that they want to have is that you got to have a plug shotgun to hunt crows. No, you don't. Even though it's a federal bird, you don't have to have your shotgun plug to hunt crows. And, and of course, we told them where it was. And then about that people arguing saying you did not have to wear orange during the velvet hunting unit CWD. But you did. And now it's going the other way. Yes. People are, are saying do you I got, have to? Yes. Do I have to wear orange during archery season? That, that opens up and Saturday then, the 25th. And then the other question that we've got in unit CWD, can you use a gun during the archery season? No, you cannot. It is a archery yep. only. Or a muzzleloader so, too. Yes. So, and no. you cannot use And as I like to say, you can find that on page 27 of the hunting guide. Yeah, that's that was one of the things I wanted to make sure we hit on. Is like deer, deer stuff in the guide starts on like page 24. Mm -hmm. I guess, you know, big game regulations in the tag before you drag, which is important. Yes. yes. Uh, you know, I'm glad I saw this on the page. I may not have mentioned it today, but tag before you drag, you yes. got to check that deer in. You've got to tag that deer before you move it if you're going to move it out. But the, the quickest and the easiest thing to have it on your app, uh, last year it was so mm -hmm. easy just to walk over and just right there, standing over it, uh, it's checked in, I'm done. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it was it was easy during deer season last year. This past turkey season, I checked one in. It's simple. I mean, there's a few and, questions, but just yep. go through the questions. And, and even you're done. if you don't have phone service, it still it does checks it, it in. Exactly, it so you're still covered. Right, exactly. and uh, like I have, you know, my sons is on there. Bubba's is on mine. Mine's on. We're all right there together, mm -hmm. so I can do all of us right there at one time. Yeah, yeah. You can store your family's mm -hmm. licenses uh, in the app. Uh, but yeah, it's real easy. But if you don't have the app, or, or you know, you still got the flip phone or whatever you may have out there, you, you can print this off you can, at home. And you carry, the, carry the kill tag with you, or the, or the you know the the uh, the tag and mark it and tag your animal. Yep. So, just make sure you. And get, even if you're a landowner, you still have to check that deer in. That's one of those questions that we get. Mm -hmm. It still has to be checked in. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, deer season is this weekend. Uh, and like we said, you can find that in the hunt guide around page 25, 26. Uh, the seasons are there. Bag archery, limits. Bag limits. So, archery season uh, fires off September 25th, runs through October 29th. Uh, so, that's the that's the first uh, segment of it. First leg, yeah. Um, and I'm just going to cover some of the, the antlerless bag limits and things here. If you're in Unit A, you get two. Unit B, you get two. Unit C, you get I'm sorry, it's back up. Unit A, you get four. There I was a line down. <laughs> uh, unit A, you get four. Unit B, you get four. Unit C, uh, four. Unit D, four. That's all your antlerless. Antlerless, yes. Uh, and unit L and unit CWD, it's three a day. Yes, it is. So uh, easy for, to fill the freezer, uh, right. especially in Middle Tennessee, uh, in unit L and, and unit CWD. Uh, but now the antler bag limit for the whole year is? Two. Two. So you can get one per day. One per day. Two uh, for the season. Unless you're in CWD, there are some incentive. Yes, you can there. you can earn a buck in unit CWD, and that only applies to unit CWD. We've I know I've got that on our social media, the TWA site. Yeah. People thinking in other units they can earn a buck, but you can't earn a buck anywhere else except unit CWD. Now, if you should kill a positive deer, that changes the thing. But earn a buck is CWD only. Right. And that's why killing two does. Yes. Yep. 
So and it, checking those in, yeah, and submitting and them for, submitting testing. for testing, and then it's unlimited. Every yes. two, you get a buck tag. Yep, yeah, you got to go through the process. You got to go through the steps and wait. And on, it's wait work killing a bunch of does. It is because sure I know is. last year, because I, I earned my license, my sportsman's license last year, and yes, by the end of the season, I'm sorry, but I was like, oh, <laughs> this is like work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome though that that's out there and and available for folks to acquire that and yep. you know earn that. The one thing I think is pretty cool this year, Jason, is if you kill a positive buck, you know, you get a replacement tag for it. But if you don't use it this year, you can carry that over to next year. Yeah, if it's a late season harvest. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah like the last two or three days of the season, yes. that that's Because we've had a lot of people the last couple of years kill one in those last couple of days, yeah. and then they couldn't use it the next year. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's uh it's great to see. We're trying to, you know, help the sportsmen, and and if they help us, we'll help them, kind of thing. It's kind of mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. Right. Uh, let's see what else we got on the. We also have the incentive program this year. That's different from yes. last year. That's right. So this year, for hunters who harvest a positive deer, you get a voucher uh, worth seventy five dollars that will go towards the processing of the next deer. Now you can't cash that in, but you know, let's say you kill a CWD positive deer, you have seventy five dollars for the next uh, processing. All right, this is a question, Amy, that some of them asked me. What if you, you kill a doe or a buck and it's positive, but say you just processed it yourself, you still get that $75, correct? You get that voucher, but it's only for participating processors. Right, right. Yeah. But so that if you killed another one, then you can go use that. That's yes, right. yes. Um, then the residents who kill two or more CWD positive deer during the season will get an annual sportsman license for 2022. Now, that's different from last year, but so it's two positive deer that you got to kill and that's antlered or antlerless so and the good thing about that is if like myself i got a lifetime license but and i have killed positive deer i can gift that to somebody yes you could give it to whoever you want right and that is pretty good Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, that's cool yeah Yeah, because last year we didn't have that and we had a lot of people that had lifetime licenses that had earned that free license and we couldn't gift it so this that's something new for this year yeah, and I want to th- uh, throw a shout out there to, to the foundation and the federation for the partnerships that they they do yes. on these, some of these incentive programs. It's uh, very helpful, and uh, they do a lot to help us out. So just a shout out to them. And uh, remember our website. I'm going to pull it up here from for just for me. But Yeah, so many times we get a question that says, it's a general question. It could be a license question. It could be a bag limit question. That yeah. is all online. That's one thing you can do is you can go to our webpage. You can get the hunting guide right there in mm-hmm. a matter of clicks. And anything and everything you want to know about CWD is on our website. And really our webpage is, yeah, I was getting ready to go there, <laughs> is newly designed. And it is, I got to say, it's it's really nice. Yeah. It's a lot easier to find the information that you were looking for uh, and less clicks. Yeah. The top things that you want to you want to track down are at the top. Testing results, carcass transportation, disposal, management and incentive programs, all those things that that people are asking the things you ask yourself every day before you go in the woods it's, it's right there so it's easy to find uh, cwd in tennessee.com you know so. one thing i've got a lot of response on this week and of course we might not i mean we'll talk about it just for a second is that new 365 day license yes, yes. that's new yeah. if, if you don't know what's going on the commission just voted that last thursday friday that yeah. that 
we can now have a 365-day yep. license starting in 2022. 2020, Mar- yeah, so March 1st, 2022. That's yep, right. When you get your new license, it'll be uh, good for 365 days. days from the day you purchase it. Yes. So a lot of people have been pushing for that and wanting that. And, and we, we get got the questions it. all the time. And you we know, got it. Yeah. Gonna happen? Cause I know my fi- Mississippi fishing license, that's the way it always is. Yep. You know, it's good for 365 days. Yep. There was just a tradition in Tennessee that had stuck a long time, but now that's going to change, and I think a lot of people are going to be happy about that. I think so, too. I I have only had positive responses about it. Mm -hmm. I mean, when I shared that, um, I mean, I I couldn't tell you how many comments, but none of them were negative and, and i don't have to tell y'all to get all positives they're pretty rare <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. when we're talking twra i'm just gonna tell you I yeah mean, that's just the nature of the beast well you know if somebody yes. wants to explore deer hunting and it's late in the year but they still want to try it out then they're good through the next season you know yeah, that's right so that's there's some and we get a lot of those that there. come in at thanksgiving or christmas mm-hmm. and you know that would actually cover you through the right yeah just Almost co- to the come, next holiday. Come in a little bit earlier next yeah. year and you're covered yeah. already. Yeah. A few days earlier. Yep. For sure. Uh, one thing I had a note here, weapons, uh, just, you know, what's allowed. It's archery season for the kickoff. Uh, archery only uh, for all units. Mm-hmm. So make sure uh, you check your guide. Now, once the muzzleloader kicks in, uh, some things change for um, yeah. CWD. So. Yeah, but let's not confuse them if we start talking right. about yeah, that. No, They'll I, get confused. I, I, yeah. We got a timeout. We got to yeah. wait to the yeah. next season. Yeah. yeah. So. so just know that through the 5th of November right now is archery only. Uh, then the Except the two-day juveniles. Yep. Yes, that's what I said. Except the youth hunt. October 30 and 31 are the dates for that. So uh, Halloween hunt for the kids. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, uh, great. Speaking of that, our food plot is coming up for our son. It looks great. My, uh, it's about that high, and yep. I was so excited. We hit it right right before this rain. Mine's like five days old, and same way, same way. Awesome. So when do you start planting? I just planted mine Thursday. Okay. But, but I normally... Jason, I normally have all of mine in by the end of August, but the army worms yeah, have been so dang bad this year. Really? I know people just had to spray as much as four times. We did. We sprayed four times on our farm, yep. and we, we were holding off just because of the army worms, and when uh, we were gone and got back, and it was it looked good, I, I said, we got to get it in. So we... Yep. And yes, but we had a horrible round with army worms. I've this never year. seen them this bad as in West Tennessee this year. I mean, I've literally have had one of the best food plots I had about eight years ago. It was up probably eight or nine inches, and from one day to the next, they ate 1.1 acres completely up. Wow! I pulled up there to put. I knew I had put some new batteries in a, in a camera. And it was basically looked like the field had just been freshly plowed, and I had never sowed anything. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It was not one blade of green grass, wheat, our, anything. Our wow. Bermuda went from beautiful pasture to let look at that brown spot, and then the next day it yep. was gone. I mean, it was just like three days. And gone. it's like the prettier it is, <laughs> the, the they more they. That's what they. <laughs> the, want. the buffet is open. That, that's right. Yes, <laughs> it sure is. Well, yep. that's uh, so. You just got your plots in. Kind of late, I would think. Right yeah, now. but but really, you know, you, technically, you've got two to three more weeks to yeah. get them in. Okay. And, and uh, but I always like to get them in early. But I mean, one year I planted mine like August 29th. We never got the first rain till like October the second. Mm-hmm. This was like three years ago, and I was afraid the birds had done eat my seed up or it lost germination. But once we got that first rain, I had the prettiest plot I ever had. Okay. Yeah, we were actually yeah. out there hand seeding some uh, clover. Yeah. Why it was just that little drizzling rain 
yep. this weekend. I mean, we were out there. Let's get it in because we've got the opportunity to get it in. And yeah, because I know Bubba and I both are trying some yeah. balanza clover. Yeah, because I, yeah, I, I was, uh, I, I did a series on food plots on our face, our TWA Facebook page right. last week, and yep. I was like, Bubba, we got to get that clover in. And after that germinated and looked good, I was like, let's put it in. So yep. we were out there hand seeding it. Yeah. Well, let's talk about food plots a little bit. <clears throat> People are sometimes confused uh, about hunting over them and what they can and can't do. Uh, food plots are okay, right? For deer, yes. Yes. Or turkey. Mm-hmm. You can uh, you can plant those and, and hunt over them. That's not illegal. And you but can it manipulate is the crop. Like you had some corn. You can bush hog it. You can mow strips through it. That is 100% As long legal. as it's not for waterfowl. You're, yes. You're fine. Yeah, and as long yes. as it was is planted, like an agricultural practice type planting, you know. Yep. You can't go out there and bag, uh, get you, a bag of corn and spray it. You can't it. add right. corn to it. You like if your corn it. didn't make, you yeah. can't go yeah. add corn to it. And uh, well, I've actually wrote a ticket for that. Yeah. yeah doing that. Yep. Buying corn and putting it out. And uh, people, and the thing is, people think you can't tell that, but <laughs> it, it is so easy to tell somewhere that it's been added to. Yeah. Because I know, of course, I film most of my hunts, and I post them daily on Facebook, but I have one spot I call the Big House Field, and I will make like five lanes. I like bush, turn the bush hog on and bush hog to my deer house, and then I'll go away with the other, but then... then I, on all of them i'll cut the blades off and then i'll just knock a row yep. down right beside it and it's like the bush hog one brings them in quick and then but they have to stay a little while to get the rest of it yeah and people would say you know that is baiting yeah. and, and but i've got a thing from twra it's been on my phone now for about six or seven years and it's and basically it says what you said you can manipulate anything you want to for deer and turkeys except for waterfowl yes mm-hmm. yep. and people just they can't understand it's different that. like Okay, you can run over it with the four-wheeler going in on your deer food plot. I've done it. Yeah. When I, or uh, when I'm done or, you know, knock some down That's on the right. way out. But you cannot do that if you're waterfowl hunting. That's right. You yeah. cannot knock some of it in, down with the boat or the four-wheeler when you're going in. That's right. Well, let's focus on, a difference. on the deer and turkey today because waterfowl is a whole other <laughs> animal. It's a whole other one. <laughs> yeah, and turkey season opens Saturday, too, with the boat. Yes, you know? it does. That's true. That's true. I sometimes forget about that fall opportunity. No, it's, it, it is. Yep. I've killed 13 with my boat. Dude, yeah. Out of 15 years. What page is that on? That's what I was actually going to go find <laughs> it, out. It, it's under the turkey. Under yeah, the it's, it's actually, if you've got a, a printed guide, it is on page 38. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, check that out. So, it's September 25th through the 29th. October 29th. October mm-hmm. 29th, yeah. And in two of those weeks, you can use a shotgun. Yeah, that actually starts in October. Yeah. Like yeah. the last two weeks, I believe. So, it's yeah. always good to re- review the guide there, but... Uh, so yeah, yes. food plots are good. Uh, casting uh, bags of corn is not. Uh, That's correct. And things like that. Feeder, and feeders are not <laughs> good. Right. Feeders are not Minerals, good. Minerals, any of that, all that's bad. That's yeah. all in unit CWD. Right. Now, if you're outside of unit CWD and you've got salt, you've got a salt plot, you can legally hunt over right. it. Right. As yeah. long as it's minerals only. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I want to bring that up because sometimes people go to Walmart or whatever and they want to buy a block, but it's got corn or it's a got grain, any grain, grain product. If it says grain product in it, that's you cannot use it. Molasses. That's that's a no no. That's a right? no. <laughs> that's a great. Some of those sweet sweet treats that those yeah. deer like, but yep. that's not a can't hunt over it. So. Correct. Uh, so that's that's good. We get those questions all the time. Those come in quite often. Yes, so. a lot. <laughs> well, let's see. We've touched on food plots. We've touched on uh, uh, some other things. Game cameras. Yeah, game cameras, and and maybe how you prepare, Anthony. How you how do you prepare he's for the, the season? He's I know. the king of game well, cameras. Well, I run 103 of them, Jason, and I run my cameras year round. I never take them up. Okay. And Man, Duracell loves you. Energizer. Well, well, but I tell you what, though. <laughs> once I started doing that, 
I don't ever lose a camera no more. You know, it, it used to when I would, like most people do, they take their cameras out like the end of February. They know what bucks made it. And then a lot of people, maybe by mid-July or late July, they go to put them back out. I always have trouble with some of them not working right. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I knew a guy that was an engineer with Moultrie, and he told me, he said, uh, try to leave them out year-round. And I'm telling you, when I did that, in, in seven years now, I've only had five cameras go bad. That's yeah. it. Wow. And then if you – another trick he told me, he said, if you use SanDisk SD cards, I guess I'm making a commercial there here. There you go. Moultrie and SanDisk. Yeah. He said, well, no, I don't even I – don't, I don't use Moultrie cameras. Uh-uh. But I was going to say that. But uh, um, I always use SanDisk SD cards and always use Energizer or Duracell batteries. Mm. And I tell you what, since I've started that too – 99.9% of any issues is gone. Wow, that's awesome. So how do you keep up with that many cameras? I mean, I guess you just... Well, it's, it's people that go with me sometimes, they'll say, do you ever forget where they are? And it's like the most I have on one farm is I got 42 on one farm. But once you run them two or three times, and then I run them like, a, like a, you would a trap line. Mm, okay. So I, I start at one end. So I know where every one of them is, and I put them on trees where, you know, I can just, a lot of them I can ride right up to my four-wheeler. And, and, and that's a trick, too, that a lot of people don't know, is they think, well, you're riding inside there. But my little roads is like everything off of the road is sanctuary. I never go in there. Yeah. You know, so those deer over 10 years, they're used to hearing or seeing me on that road. I don't get off of it. I don't hunt woods either. I hunt strictly food plots. Mm. And it, and people say, well, you never see mature deer. Well, they never watched my videos in because I post mature deer <laughs> almost every day. Yeah, I've seen you post quite it, a few. It, if you never go in the woods and their sanctuary, those deer, they're not going to think nothing about stepping out in that food plot. Mm. But most people, they just... I don't know. They they can't think about that. You know, Bubba yeah. likes to bring up one of the best articles he read is uh, the professional guide that would put the hunters exactly so far off a of main road. You know, like within, you can see the road. That, that's right. Yeah, because the deer are used to that. They're used to the people. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and, and I, I think they get used to, I, I know on one farm, I'm the only one that hunts it. I think they get used to smelling me. Because they'll come out there, and I mean, I've literally had deer to where their racks would be like at the end of this table right in front of my deer. I could reach out and grab their racks. But now I'm a woods hunter. <laughs> I like to hunt the woods. I yeah, like to hunt I, the acorns. Like this time I, of year, I'm on good. the acorns. I'm on the I persimmons. Know, I know. I'm that person. So and, that's that's where I want to be. Yeah. And, you know, the th- thing about that, too, is at least in Hardeman County, you know, maybe I'm going to say less than 5% of the trees are loaded. 80% of them don't have any, and mm. 15's just got a few. Uh, that's red oak and white oak. Yeah. But see, I'm looking for those because I'm going to wait and I'm going to hunt those food plots when it's cold. Yeah. I like when it's cold and you don't want to be out there, that's when I'm in the food plot because yeah. that's they're looking for fuel. Well, see, I, I, I don't hardly bow hunt as much no more. I might go and crawl up a stand just to sit. I will take my bow in case I see a turkey, though. I will, <laughs> I will do that. I'm not going to lie. I, I like, like that. But, you know, I just like. I just like watching. Yeah. Well, I mean, one I'm thing, you. one thing we need to bring up, and I know it's a little late. Uh, this is really late, but man, if you have not checked your tree stand, yes. please check your tree stand. As an officer, I worked way too many accidents and fatalities because people did not check their stand prior to yeah. season. Check those ratchet straps. Check the chains. You know, things do happen. Ratchet straps dry rot. Uh, metal gets rusted and it gets weak. And I just please, as of a safety standpoint. 
check your tree yeah, stands. Even over that short time of a year, you know, or fall to fall, you know. It well, can ratchet get, straps, yeah. if, if, they're, if, if, they're, if they're tight strapped, just a little bit of the growth from that tree, tree can expand. It, it, it's 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 Pushing it's making up. micro tears, and then in the it. sun's mm -hmm. on it, and then you know, it, it, we, yes. I know at Southern Woods and Water most time we recommend you change them straps out every year. Every yeah. year, yes. Yep. And I, I used to tell people please check your the chains because even those yes it, you can have issues, especially at the back of your tree stand. You can have welds where you're attaching it. Mm -hmm. That that can be an issue. They can get weaknesses there. Yep. And like I said, I worked worked way too many accidents and worked way too many fatalities. So please check that and have a full body harness on. Uh, that was one of the fatalities mm -hmm. I worked was a guy that had the old fashioned belt on and he was using a climber and lost the bottom and it, it basically suffocated him because yep. it got up under his chest and he could not breathe. Yeah, The full body harness, they work. It can you be know, dangerous. If, if you hunt a deer house, and I mean, this has happened to me before, but go put some bombs off in it because them red wise, yes. we call them the orange crushers, <laughs> yeah. they will this, be in there. Yes, they will. And, yeah. and I mean, it, a lot of people don't think nothing about it. They say, oh, that's not going to be in wise right in oh, there. Oh, heck yeah. No, you go in there, you will. That's yeah. the kind of things I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, as we're talking. What, what do you do to prepare? So, Go bomb your, That's your, right. your yes. houses. Make sure your harness and your straps and all everything is still Make sure is, the harness is in good, good working order, yes. You know, uh, I bomb mine every three months. I have five that I hunt in. Mm. Every three months when I'm checking cameras, I will put one in it. And it's kind of like a maintenance of it. Then you, you don't have to worry about spiders, wasps, you know, pretty much. Yeah. I've been sitting in there, and it's really cold, and there's a wasp in there. And yes. it's like, the last thing I want to do is get Or if you turn right a now. heater on, yes, and you hadn't already prepared, they're coming out of the little cracks in the wall. Because <laughs> yes. yeah. I got stung on the eyeball about four years ago from a red wasp. I went to pick my binoculars up. And it was sitting on it. It was sitting on the eyepiece of my binoculars. And, and I'm going to yeah. tell you, that was one of the worst pains wow. I ever had in my life. That I hunt bet. was over. <laughs> yeah, I it, bet it, it was over. Wow. Well, tell us how you hunt. Uh, do you use maps? Do you uh, are you researching maps before the seasons? And no, looking I at, don't. I, I mean, I, you got your fields, you got I, your farms. I hunt the you know. same farms yeah. that I've been hunting. Uh, I'm 61. I've been hunting for 55 years. And when I was eight, my dad built me a six foot ladder stand, bought me a Winchester 308, and he would put me up. I'd crawl up the six foot stand. He was six foot tall. He'd hand me my gun, said, now, "Don't get down till I come back and get you." <laughs> And, and that's the way my it was. My dad tied me in a tree with a lead rope. <laughs> no, he didn't tie me. He said, if, you know, if I had to get out, you know, if I had to go to the bathroom or something. But other than that, he said, don't leave. I didn't even yeah. get that luxury. Yeah. I was tied in. Yeah. Now, but a couple <laughs> times my mom liked to kill me. Cause my, my dad would drink, but it was a couple afternoons he went off in the bottom, and I guess he took him a bottle. and So it was 10 o'clock, and I'm still sitting in that tree. <laughs> I wasn't getting out, and I, was, I wasn't about to walk because of where he parked the truck was probably a half a mile. And I was eight, nine years old. Yeah. I thought, no, I'll just sit here in this tree. Just hang you out. You know, one thing I will say when I was an officer and looking for bait on farms i was always amazed at the amount of people that were missing the deer sign i'm a sign hunter i grew up in the mountains of east tennessee and we we hunted sign because that's where you found the deer you mm -hmm. found them in the the the, the little the, the little dips or you found them where they were eating muskidons or you were found them where they were eating persimmons but here in west tennessee this is a typical hunt we have a food plot we yeah. have a stand over it and that's what they're hunting yeah that's but right Read the sign. Read. I always wanted to put a note on them and say, read yep. the sign. You're missing the deer. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and the deer, they're going to leave that sign about in the same place every year. Yep. A lot of people just don't realize that. Yep. Well, I think we've covered a lot of good information, a lot of good stuff to for the Spray for your wasp. There. Yep. That's right. <laughs> Sounds like that's the most important today. Yeah. Check your straps. I, I don't want one uh, stinging me in the eye. No. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, good information. So uh, it's August or September 25th through August 29th, and then a little break for the, for so the October juvenile. 29th. Yep, October yeah, 29th. Yeah, October. September 25th, October 29th. So that's the first leg, and uh, the juvenile is October 30th through the 31st, and then you'll get back out there November 1 uh, through the 5th. It's and it's going to be cool this weekend. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be like 47 Thursday yeah. night. It's going to be, it's going to make you want yeah. to go hunt. Yeah. You know that, that the, the four or five day November hunt too, a lot of people get confused on that. They think we can use any weapon in unit CWD, but nope. we can't. Nope. Yep. Check your uh, page 28. There's a good chart there that, that lays all that out with the calendar. So make sure you check your guide. Uh, transport restrictions, we didn't touch on that, but make sure you check your guide. Yeah, yeah you got to remember that. that. Yeah. yeah. The, the people from East Tennessee coming over to hunt the West Tennessee counties, remember to check your transportation before you leave. Yeah. Uh, one more thing before we go where to hunt. TNWildlife.org has got a great uh, section on where to hunt. All the got WMAs maps. are right there. Uh, you can find a WMA near you, get all the regulations click to see the guide it's all right there uh, our ladies in GIS put together some good maps so if you like to hunt with maps go check them out they do zoom in on those places and find you a spot uh, Anthony thank you hey man I enjoyed it I, enjoy I always love talking about hunting in the outdoors He's a hunting fishing. <laughs> I am I don't mind it you know I don't mind helping people out you know and try to you know Anthony I will tell you this a lot of times we have to prep I don't have to prep for you today <laughs> well no I didn't think you did all right well thanks for tuning in we'll see you next time